Hello everyone, welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borjo and Tim Johnson. And uh, we're in the neighborhood. Welcome, John Roki of Peoria Rescue Ministries. Thanks, Tim and Stacy. It's nice to be here. Nice Thanks for coming. To, nice to meet you. Um, so we talk about getting involved with the community. That's really a lot of what we talk about. Sure. And there's a lot of opportunities I know uh, with the Peoria Rescue Ministries. For those that aren't familiar with sure. the rescue ministries, kind of give us a synopsis. Yeah. Well, it, the fun thing is, is it started 63 years ago when two women went up to uh, the famous Pacific Garden Mission in Chicago. God began to grow a heart of compassion in them, and they came back and started serving donuts and coffee to homeless men on the street and sharing the love of God with them. And so, wow. so now, 63 years later, it's a ministry of over almost 50 staff members, uh, in, in seven different locations throughout the city and comprises. We have kind of five key ministries that we do. We have a men's uh, ministries, which has an emergency shelter and uh, long-term residency programming. We also have a women's long-term uh, programming at the Esther House. We have our women's pregnancy center where we come around and provide pregnancy and parenting services or, or counseling. And then we have a, a counseling center as well at the Barnabas Center. So it uh, comprises a lot of different facets. And, and really what we say is, at, at a core level, we're a gospel-centered ministry of mercy that serves the church in providing for the physical, spiritual, and emotional needs of the poor and at risk of the community. Wow. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot there. Yeah. So what do we, I mean, how do you even start with that? <laughs> so men's no. ministry is where it started. Yeah, it, it did. It started early as men's ministry. And I don't know if we'll even be able to see this, but if you go on our website, you see the, all these different faces. And, and I think about it in terms of faces because every single one has a story. And, and if you look at that brochure, what you see is all the way from a toddler up to uh, uh, what you might consider the homeless man, which is an older gentleman. Mm -hmm. But frankly, you'll see it from every facet, from young, old, men, women, um, uh, black, white. It is, it is really, we, we just cover the gamut, and uh, we, we love that. We, as a ministry of mercy, we come around and, and are going to help serve the critical needs of somebody in terms of food, shelter, and clothing. So, for example, last year we served uh, almost 70,000 meals across wow. our ministries. We gave away over 120,000 articles of clothing, and we provided almost a little over 28,000 nights of shelter. Wow. And so then that's kind of the critical relief part. And then the, the hope part, where we can come alongside somebody and help them uh, move to the next level, is what we you know, really want to do. Uh, we graduated over 22, I think it was 22 graduates last year out of our long-term programming. And what people probably don't even realize more than anything, we provided more than uh, for uh, over 103 men and women for long-term permanent housing. So that's the idea is we want to bring help that's needed immediately, mm -hmm. but really bring hope 
uh, for the, you know, for a future and a life of sustainability. And then we get to do all of that um, by telling them also about the good news of Christ. Mm -hmm. um, we say this, that no matter how bad you are and whatever has happened in your life or how good you might think you are, we're all separated from God and, and He, for I don't know why, loved us so much that He sent His Son and crushed Him on our behalf so that we could have relationship with Him. And that's where abundant life starts, um, both for eternity and for, for here. So how, how do you graduate? Somebody that's homeless, yeah. they come to you. What's the That's a great question. So we, we really have a couple of different layers of services. You can come and, and just stay at, our, at the shelter and, and, and be provided there for uh, several days, weeks, depending on what your needs are. Um, it's not a place just to come and stay forever. We want you progressing mm -hmm. to what your needs are. Do you need employment? Then we're going to help you either get trained or find employment. If you need housing, permanent housing, then our case manager will work to help you with housing. So whatever that need might be, we want to come alongside. But then you can also, if you choose to, um, we, we deal with a lot of uh, folks that deal with addiction issues or life controlling you know, problems. And so we will then invite them to participate in a long-term program. That's usually about a year-long uh, commitment that they make to come along, and we're going to do a variety of things. Um, help disciple them in their walk with God, uh, help them in either emotional or, or physical um, uh, care and getting some of those things uh, situated if they have some physical issues. And then we're going to do uh, work training, vocational training, and then look for, again, that chance to graduate them into the next step of their life. That's really so. cool. So how do people find out about you that are yeah. in need? That's a great question. You know, most people, I think the Internet is, is certainly the place anymore anybody kind of goes to. Um, and so they can just look at www.peorerescue.org and they can see all of our different services. Certainly, they can, they can always just call us or come down. We're right across from the bus station, um, okay. basically. They're on uh, Southwest, 601 Southwest Adams. That's the, both the men's ministry headquarters and, and administration building today. Mm -hmm. And so um, generally, you know, we get a lot of folks that come in there. The Esther House, which is our long-term women's program, it's kind of interesting. We're, we're outside, of, we're on the north side of Peoria. We're out on Allen Road. But kind of what's exciting about that is we are actually in the process of planning to incorporate an emergency shelter uh, services as part of that. Today, our women's programs are all long-term residency program at the mm -hmm. Esther House, but we're going to actually introduce a, uh, the opportunity to have emergency services out there as well. We're learning and hearing that there's a, just a significant need in the city for that, so mm -hmm. looking forward to doing that. So what is the Esther House? Yeah, so um, the Esther House is a residential uh, place. It, it actually sits out on Allen Road, right in between Redeemer Lutheran and Woodland Baptist Church. And, and so it's a residency where women come either uh, on their own, single or with children. So we accommodate both women and children. And they come today for, again, it's a residency program where you'll be there for up to one year. And we get the opportunity to come alongside you, try to, again, assess and understand what your needs are. Where mm -hmm. are you coming from a background of abuse? Or is it substance abuse that you're facing and, and dealing with? Um, lots of different scenarios. Um, we, we deal with a fair amount of folks that are coming out of uh, prison. 
so re-entry uh, into society. And so this is a great sort of landing place to get your life back together. Sure. Um, and we get a chance to come around them, those women, love on them, and uh, help them get stable and secure, ready for the next steps in their life. So family, so mother and children, and yep. is there any age limit? We do. It, there is an age limit. Um, simply, I think it's uh, 10-year-old boys okay. after they hit that age. It's probably not the best to be living in a household of women. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was wondering if there was yeah, a It's a tight community, um, as you can imagine. Um, we generally average um, anywhere from you know, 10 to 12 um, women in that environment and so it's it's definitely a community um, mm -hmm. my wife and I get the privilege we go there um, once a week and and get to spend time with the ladies do a little devotional and just have prayer time with them and uh, it's fun to get to know them and just share life with them and and we're always glad when they take that you know it's it's some of us might say well we don't need time out of our life to get our life back together but to have that uh, it's sort of a privilege to be able to stop your life a little bit and and especially if it, that need is there and and really have somebody come around and say okay we're going to walk with you step this through with you and and help you get to that place where you can be sustainable and independent yeah sometimes when you're down it's hard to see a plan to get out so. very much so yeah. yeah and part of that is clarity um, you know, if, if substance abuse has been part of that or, uh, you know, alcohol abuse, then there just needs some time for some clarity. Um, you know, as we think about it, we talk about long-term goals. What are our outcomes? What do we hope for those that come to us? We really hope for, you know, uh, a, a, a lasting relationship with Christ that can mean abundant life for here and forever. But then also we look for to be able to have, for them to have long-term sustainable housing an income, which could be either, in some cases, that's going to be a job. In most cases, we hope it's productivity and a job. But it might also be disability, and we help them along those steps if, there's, if that's involved. So housing, income, and then really a life of sobriety and clarity. Um, so helping them with the tools of how they can build that life and, and, and be sustainable. So what kind of needs do you guys have? I mean, I don't know if you want to yeah, just focus great. on the Esther House with all that you guys do. Yeah. No, Volunteers I mean, and items needed. That's uh, a great question. Go ahead. I heard, I heard something about wood chips. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you about that as well. Yeah. So, because it kind of ties <laughs> in. So, um, so, of course, we, you're always, we, it takes a lot of dollars to run an organization like this. And we're all privately funded. So we take no government funding whatsoever. Okay. So most of our donations come from individuals, uh, churches, and businesses who, who would uh, want to partner with us in this kind of a endeavor and ministry. So that's good. But we say we're a good investment. And that's where it ties into the wood chips. One of our programs that we do for our men is a long-term recovery program out at our farm. Uh, it's west of town. We call it Victory Acres. Okay. And at the farm... Um, we refurbish uh, pallets for Caterpillar. We've been doing that for, I don't know, about 25 years or so. It's been a great partnership and relationship. So we, we, they send us their wood, um, damaged pallets or crates, and we process that through, refurbish those pallets, and then sh ship those back to Caterpillar. Very cool. And that helps generate revenue for us as a ministry. 
So much so, it's, we're thankful for that partnership because basically at a donation level, if, if you give an individual donation, almost dollar for dollar is going to programming costs. We're able to cover nearly all of our administration and fundraising costs through our own enterprise activity at the farm doing those pallets. And so that's really a, it's a great, we, it, A, it's great for the guys. It's great work training. They get a fork truck uh, certificate, certificate. And so that's good for them as well. Um, but it really uh, is a great way for us to be able to fund the, the, the administration and development costs so that finally we can you know, put people's donations directly to ministry and services. And we like that. And then volunteers, we love volunteers. Um, they really sort of are the backbone. As I mentioned in our purpose statement, we say we serve the church. And so as we think about that, um, the church, we're just the hands for the church, the broad church of central Illinois to come in and participate in the ministry. And so we have a volunteer coordinator named Carla, and uh, Carla would love to talk to anybody uh, about the opportunity. And those opportunities range. In fact, we went through a, a long process this last year in sort of redoing all the volunteer uh, side of the uh, ministry. And so now on our website, you can actually go and see, we have over 75 different kinds of opportunities that you can participate in. And they range from easy things like painting or landscape help or serving food, all the way to uh, GED training or, or computer training and then mentoring or discipling. And so there's a lot of wide variety it's, it's of opportunities. Pretty, if you're looking for something to do, here's an opportunity yeah. where you can go from hardly any skills to high skills. Yes, exactly so, right. And, and use all of them. Yeah, and, and either sort of low touch, you know, in landscaping to a high relationship, uh, you know, scenario where you're going to interact with men and women. And so there is a wide range. And you can, like say, you can go on the website and see all those, see the job descriptions. We have group activities as well. So we have groups from Caterpillar that come in and schools and different places. And so it's a lot of fun. We love filling the building with, with folks because, again, that's part of this you know, we, we say that poverty is felt mostly not as a lack of stuff, but a lack of relationship. Mm -hmm. And so, so getting folks in and interacting is just so helpful for, for everybody mm -hmm. on wow. both sides. Wow. Uh, I'm, my wheels are turning with that statement. That's, <laughs> that's pretty impressive because, I mean, it's relationship. It is. Yeah. It really is. And so... That's one of the things we try really hard to build along the process and because, again, it, so often when you hear the stories and those faces, as we talked about, all the different faces come with everybody's different stories. And you hear some of that and you realize, you know, a lot of it is, you know, if we were in trouble, we would have our, you know, our iPhones to go down and our, blow through our contacts and have a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the folks that we don't deal with don't. And so, yeah, the relationships are key. Or the wrong type of people to come back around, right? Yeah, that's to true, too. To keep us down in yeah. the hamster wheel. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, making sure. those new connections is pretty important. Yeah. So how long have you been dealing with this? Yeah, how long have I been involved? Yeah. yeah, I just joined about 18 months ago. Um, uh, Jerry Trachek was the executive director for 48 years wow. of the 63 years. Hard shoes to so, fill. Yeah. yeah, they were. Yeah, I say, I, but... 
here's what I say about those, because I get that question, you know, aren't those big shoes to fill? And I say, well, when you try to fill the shoes that don't fit, you either hurt your feet or ruin the shoes. <laughs> and uh, and yeah. we don't want to ruin Jerry's legacy by me. So, no, I, I, we just honor him you in the past. Shoes. Yeah, yeah okay. and, and we do. <laughs> and, and, and we say that that's sort of how God works um, in transition. Um, uh, throughout the Bible, we see that you know Moses didn't get to enter the promised land, but Joshua was the one he chose for that. And David didn't get to build the temple, but Solomon did. And so God seems to work in those ways. And, and uh, it's been exciting for my wife and I. We come from Morton. Um, we were in the food business for many, many years, and God saw fit to prepare and then move us into this. We wouldn't have thought we would ever uh, do this. Okay. Um, but we are really grateful and thankful for for being here and part of this ministry. So what's impacted you the most since you've been a part mm. of it? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would say two things. One, I would say the staff there is amazing um, that I get a chance to work with. Um, most of them have been there many, many years. And, and, and it's such a delicate balance to have a heart of compassion and yet uh, know that that you have to bring some tough love sometimes, and the, and and the, and just the expectations um, and getting your heart sort of broken time and time again, mm -hmm. um, because you invest and you you get close and you're hopeful for change for somebody, and then you know doesn't happen, right. um, and that happens you know can happen pretty often, um, and so to to go through that time and time again, I just think our staff is, is amazing because what they don't do is ever get to that side where they get, you know, a little jaded or cynical. No, they have the heart of compassion that Christ has grown in them, and it's just fun to watch. So that's been um, good. And the other side is, the other thing I think, as I mentioned, and that's why I think I keep looking at this brochure and talking about these faces, and it's because I love getting to know each and every one that I can. I can't know everybody. We deal with hundreds of people. But for the little bit and a little bit of time I get to spend, it's fun to to just see. And, and what I say is you, you realize really quickly, you know, instead of a homeless person, you just go, that's Bob mm -hmm. or that's Jack or that's right. Sheila or that's whoever. And and that's just, it's really uh, uh, fun to, to get to know people. That's great. And what's your website again that people can go to? Yeah, for it's Easy. All of this information. <laughs> yeah, it's just PeoriaRescue.org. Okay. So, and uh, yeah, we and we have some events throughout the year. If people want to participate, we do a clay shoot in the summer. Um, so guys, if they like to go shooting, that's fun. We also have a golf outing. And then we fun one coming up um, in June, we have a walk for life. Okay. Really easy, two-mile walk. Um, it's going to be uh, hosted at uh, Northwoods Church and Grace Church over in Morton, so two different locations, whichever side of the river you want to walk on. And uh, that actually goes to our women's ministries and helps support um, life at the pregnancy center and those kind of things. And again, all that information is on the website. That's awesome. Awesome. Wow. We've wrapped up time already. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we're with John Rokey of Peoria Rescue Ministries. If you want to be involved with our community, and we challenge you to be involved, mm -hmm. um, make sure you check out their website. It's a nice step into some volunteering and getting involved. Um, thanks to WPEO for uh, putting our show on radio. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're 
coming up on our uh, Peoria TV. We'll be here very shortly. Watch for us on Channel 17 on i3 Broadband. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. And um, thanks for watching on Facebook and YouTube. And make sure you go to YouTube and, and um, follow us there. Appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. Bye. PeoriaLife.com.